Well, if it's your first time here at Covenant Church, uh, welcome. This is not a, a normal Sunday. Uh, we have many people that are out sick and on vacation today. Uh, but you know what? It doesn't matter. You're here, and God wants you here, and you're here for a reason. So if you got up today, and you got dressed, and you came to church, that's you. I'm looking at you. You're looking at me. We're here. Let's get something out of it. Amen? God's got something for someone here today, and they need a touch. And it may just be you. You may need to just point your finger right back at yourself and say, I need something from God. Because when you're pointing all these fingers, when you're pointing this finger at somebody else, there's a lot of them pointing back at you. We've heard that before. So uh, just wanted to just say, listen, get something out of the service today. You will get what you put into it. So I'm asking you to listen, pay attention, turn your listening ears on. I know we're not, I'm not speaking to a kindergarten class, but listen, listen. It, it'll, it'll benefit you to listen to the words of God. All right, um, if it's your first time here, we'd love to meet you over here in the side room right after service. You can meet one of the leaders there and just talk about the next steps on what to do. If you've been coming to church here for a few Sundays, maybe for a few months, and you've wondered, like, what is the next thing? I've been just coming to church. I just show up to church. I don't know what to do from, that, from here. We will talk to you about it over here. It's just your next steps. You need to know the next steps to take. So if you've taken one step, guess what? There's about 100 more. <laughs> and I don't mean that in a way where you'll, you'll never get there or there's 100 things you need to do. But what it is is it's a mindset of continually better. And when you have a mindset of continually better, you are always making forward progress. You don't ever want to get to the point where you say, I'm here, I've arrived, and I'm now in spiritual church retirement mode. Don't come to church in retirement mode. Come to church ready to work. Ready to work. Wake up in the morning living for God, putting your best foot forward, praying, seeking His face, and, and always saying, Lord, I'm ready to work. I don't wake up in the morning and look at this Bible and say, you know, I remember a time when I read that thing. It's, it was, there's some good things in there. But I've retired, and now that thing just sits. I, I've retired, and I, I've learned everything I need to learn. I love the Lord. He loves me. We're good. We cannot do that. The enemy is winning the battle when you're not in the fight. So wake up in the morning and say, I don't know what you, you're looking at, devil, because I, I'm born to fight. And we're born to praise the name of the Lord and fight and seek after His face and draw others and compel others to come to Him and share this good news day after day after day. The grandfather, the grandmother, maybe, they're, maybe they are retired from work, this labor and the toil of life that we have, sweating out in the field, running a tractor, doing whatever. But guess what? They're alive and well. They're going to go out into town somewhere. They're going to go take care of their shopping and errands and things, and they're going to run into people. And when you run into people, you tell them there's something better for you. God's got some, a plan for you. There's something greater than what you're experiencing right now. And I'm telling you, it will benefit. It will benefit. It's such a great joy and honor to see someone that you've talked to about the, the presence of God and how God's moved in your life and what He's done for your family. It's such a great joy 
to see somebody receive something new. And they thought they had done everything they need to do. And all of a sudden you see them making some great strides and great changes and their families coming together. And to see a life changed and a family changed, it's such a great joy. Don't miss out on that joy. That is a great joy in life to see the fruits of your labor and God helping you in your labor. I'm telling you, you're missing out if you're not experiencing that. So all we got to do is get the work in. Go to work tomorrow. Go to work. Look at your neighbor and say, go to work. All right, just a couple of uh, things, uh, news going on in the church. Uh, we have new signage that's coming. We're going to, on the front of the Life Center, that's going to be uh, 37 feet of lettering, three foot high letters. It's going to say Covenant Church. It's going to be blue uh, lit letters with backlight of white and uh, a new church logo, big eight by eight uh, out front. That was just ordered this past week. Praise God for cash funds just to be able to write a check. And, and, and order that. Now, I will tell you this. It was thousands of dollars cheaper by God making a way. Let me just, I know I've mentioned this before, but I want to mention it again because all glory is to God. We, we got a sign company out of Tyler to come down here and give us a bid. We looked at it. We said, thank you very much. That's ridiculous. We're not going to pay that. But thanks for coming down here to Little Old Rusk. Maybe somebody who's got, you know, Big Daddy Warbucks up in Tyler can just write a check for that one, and he can have that sign. We'll take something else. So that happened, and then we're kind of like, I don't know what to do. I mean, if they're that high, maybe we can get another bid. It's probably not going to be where we want to be. Um, what do we do? And Pastor Pate said, why don't you call Travis and Vicki Edwards? They did this, the vinyl letters on the van, and, and my first thought was, Pastor, uh, we need big sign." big side. They did letters on a van. It looks great, but that we're looking for bigger, and we're looking for electricity and, and plastic and big, and it's, I was shooting it down already in my mind, but I, I, I followed him. I said, you know what? I'll call him, and I called Travis, and I, I think Travis and Vicky may have been like, well, we'll look into it. I don't know, and just so happens they found out they were still listed as a dealer and a vendor and were able to order us this signage out of Colorado, I think, some company in Colorado, and it was just amazing. Uh, the company that they went with, the price they gave us was so much better, so much better, and then we found out, I said, well, I want the letters, the blue, to match the blue at the road. Can they do that? Well, this company doesn't make the kind of sign that you want at the road. We're going to have to go to another company. Go to the other company, and their price was even a little cheaper than that company. And then the shipping and everything was discounted, and it just kept going down and down. And I said, man, I don't put it past God to just move on the people that are making the sign in the factory. And the owner come over there and go, so this is for Covenant Church in Rusk. It's a church. Just go ahead and just give that to them. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't put it past God to do anything. We thank you, Lord, for making provision. God has made a way where it seems like there is no way. So many times in the last couple of years and over the years in the past, I know that God has opened up doors that need to be open, and he has shut doors that need to be shut. Here's where we got to be careful. When you get a door shut, that's a little tough sometimes. Anybody ever had a door slammed in your face? You ever been out to just maybe 
any, anybody in here, you've done door-to-door sales. Anybody? I have. And I'm going to tell you, you probably all have. Has anybody ever sold candy bars for your school when you were a kid? Yep. The little crackles and the little almond chocolates. I used to get, you know, things have changed. There were some character building moments in my childhood and in your childhood. All the children are downstairs with the grown folks up here. And I was at the station this morning at shift change. And one of the guys said, man, whatever happened to just some good old-fashioned bullying? He said, that built some character in me. He said, I got bullied as a kid, but it made me tough. He said, everybody gets just pampered and, and taken care of and rubbed on their shoulders. And it's okay, baby, so much. He said, it made me tough. I faced some bullying when I was a kid growing up. And it was a character-building thing. Another thing that built my character was having to go door-to-door with my box of chocolate candy bars and asking people, would you please buy a chocolate bar for a dollar and having to go door to door, it was tough and I didn't want to do it, but I did it. And now these kids, how many of you, now you've seen the, the fundraisers, you'll get a text on your phone from a kid you know, please support FFA, please support the band, please support the Athletic Booster Club and give money to us. They just, all they did was type up a text and put a whole bunch of people on it and said, Sin, done, I've done everything I need to do. We had to walk uphill both ways in the snow. I was telling my kids the other day, I was talking about how we had to go door to door and do stuff. And I said, I actually walked to school and home from school. It was because I wanted to do that. Had a seizure. She's stable and so taking her to UT. All right, praise God for that. Praise God that it wasn't anything uh, more than that. We're grateful for the Lord touching her body right now. In Jesus' name, Lord, continue to bless her and do a work and heal her body in the name of Jesus. So I was telling my boys that, and uh, we were talking about, how, and I, I was like, man, I, I drove to Austin one time when I was about 17 or 18 years old and had a paper map. And I didn't have this phone, didn't have this technology. I had a map, and I, I found north and I, I looked at roads and highlighted and made notes on paper with a pen and a pencil. And I followed my map and learned how to fold my map just right and followed a map. Oh, and I bet you'd walk to school both ways in the snow uphill. They didn't like all that. Listen, parents, I know you've got some children downstairs that you love so, so much. Be careful that you don't protect them so much that they don't get a little bit of toughness in them here and there. Okay? It's okay for them to hear no. It's okay for your grandchildren to get a little swat on the tail end or on the wrist sometimes. My grandmother loved me to death. She would fix me as many grilled cheeses that I wanted and fix me orange tang drink. That's what she fixed me and I loved it. I wanted orange tang. Anybody? Everybody? Tang? I don't even know if they make tang anymore. <laughs> That's what the astronauts drank. So I had orange tang and grilled cheese, just grilled cheese, just grilled cheese. But every once in a while, Nana would say, uh-uh, no, you're not, no, you are not, pow. <laughs> and I loved her, and she loved me. And that was something that helped me. 
So be careful that you don't just shelter and shelter and hover over. And they call it nowadays, they call it helicopter dad, helicopter mom. I'm going to hover, hover, protect. No, you cannot get onto my children. No, you cannot spank my children. No, you cannot. No, I will sign the form. No corporal punishment. I will, I will sign all the forms to just keep you away from my children. Listen, watch your children, protect your children, love your children, discipline your children. Discipline your children. All right, also, this coming week, uh, we're going to get the final construction plans. Spencer, if you would, just stand up over there and just, everybody, if you don't know Spencer, that's Spencer Pate. All right, thank you, Spencer. You can be seated. Spencer's granddad is the one who built this building many years ago. And so this is an opportunity for Spencer to get involved. He is involved in building already as his, one of his jobs that he does. Uh, he works for Verizon. He also builds homes and he does new construction. And he is stepping out on a limb to help us with this. And we're grateful. And he, it's a way that he is able to do something that his grandfather did many, many years ago. And it's awesome to get to work with him. He's great to work with. He's been such a huge help. There's been many, many meetings, many meetings, long meetings with the architect. And I'm thinking, man, if we're meeting this many times over this building, one day when there's another one, uh, just grin and bear it. It's going to be fun. It's a good problem to have. But it's, well, did you see that? Oh, what about that? Did you see, oh, might want to change that. Hey, what about this? What about that? What about, I mean, it goes on and on and on. And I want to say we're very grateful for our architect that you'll get to meet her at the groundbreaking she's going to come uh it's her name is Lori. i believe it's pronounced lesnuski or something like that i have not exactly gotten the pronunciation right on her last name i promise you i'll have it right before i introduce her on that night but uh she's been very very helpful she has discounted her price uh to the church on drawing these plans and meeting with us over and over and I know she's not here today, but in case she's watching online, can we just give her a hand for helping us out? I know that she has started watching us online periodically. And so, Lori, we thank you so much for your continued efforts to help us with this. She even said, when you pay me, she said, I'm going to tithe back to the church. So uh, it's, a, it's such a blessing. God has touched her life, and she is blessing us in return. And so also I want to say to all those that are watching online, we welcome you today. Those of you that are sick and you're having to watch us online, we're glad that you could be here with us today, and we hope that you feel the presence of God in this place. We want to feel the presence of God more than anything. I don't want to see your pretty face and not feel the presence of God. I don't want to sit in comfortable pews with nice air conditioning in a nice sanctuary, nice church, parking lot, whatever. All of the nice things without feeling the presence of God. And so in, if I don't feel the presence of God, then it's all for naught. That's the most important thing. The presence of God dwells where His praises, where the praises dwell. Okay? He dwells in the praises of His people. So if we don't feel the presence of God, that's on us. We're not praising. We're not raising up the roof in this place and praising God, lifting up His name, thanking Him, loving Him in the name of Jesus. So let's pray right now. Father, in the name of Jesus, we ask that You move in this place in a mighty way. 
Lord, forgive us where we have failed. Forgive us, Lord, of our sins. We come before you today and we ask, Lord, for forgiveness and cleansing. Lord, move in our hearts, move in our lives. Stir us up, Lord. And we promise we, we had this past Friday. Let's call the thing both ways, Blue. Call me. Justin, please, just raise your hand. Just wave it. He has to deal with this mess. Hey, and don't think for a moment that they don't hear us. They act like they don't. So he's got that mask on and he's got all that gear on. And he hears this dad over here who's just saying, it's a terrible call, terrible, terrible. And he takes the high road. If I've ever seen somebody who is a professional behind the plate, it's that man right there. He is so professional. I will tell you this. If you're lucky enough to have him behind the plate, Consider it a good day. Shut your mouth. Don't argue balls and strikes. Just say, the man is doing the best he can, and he does a great job. And I remember when Jaron was playing baseball. He's graduated high school now. Those days are over. It was fun while it lasted. We move on to bigger and better things. But when Justin would show up, we were like, thank God we finally got somebody back there who knows how to call the game. They know the game, and uh, it's important. It's important. It's important to back up those, those guys. So uh, armchair quarterbacks feel like they have all the answers. But here's one thing they don't have. They don't have the guts. They don't have the drive. And they don't have the determination. It's easy to be a spectator. You can be on these pews coming to church. And you're not a participator. You are a spectator. You have become a spiritual spectator. Many times the difference is not 